Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Forward Farming. You've made it to another week. Congratulations. I feel like I should be congratulating you tonight, Becca. You. I've had a week. <laughs> it hasn't even been a full week since we no. recorded on a Saturday. You are down in that margarita quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's deserved, so no judgment here. Yep, yep. Hmm. All right, well, um, tonight we're going to kind of talk about life before we got married and after we got married. I guess I'll probably throw in, like, after the kids, too, because... Mm-hmm. That changed a lot of things for me, but um, should we start with some highs and lows? Yeah, let's start with some lows. <laughs> <laughs> Choose from your endless list this week. Which was your lowest of the low? <laughs> I feel like I should just kind of continue my story from last low. Yes, please. Which, you know, last week was the uh, getting to the show mm-hmm. was pretty bad. Um, getting home from the show was no better. I was uh, about a half hour. I don't even think I said this on Instagram because it was, yeah, I was over it. Um, so I have about a half hour into my drive home and, uh, you know, just cruising along, going great. And I hear this like super loud pop. And then I lost power to the truck and I was like, huh, I wonder what that was. <laughs> So I pull over, I'm like kind of thinking like maybe it was something to do with what happened on the way there. And I don't know, nothing, I didn't like open the hood or anything. I called Joey, he was in the woods, so he hardly had service. And he was like, "Um, can you just drive it in manual? And I was like, I don't, what? No, like. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) So he's like explaining it to me and stuff. And then he's like, I gotta go, like I'm probably gonna lose you soon I'll call Nick that's his brother and he's like I'll figure out what he thinks it is we thought I blew the turbo which would have been really fun so um I started driving along a manual uh it it actually it didn't go too bad I like I got the hang of it after a while it was pretty much when you saw black smoke you had to do something to change it up (laughs) so uh anyways I get probably 20 more minutes into my drive and at this point I'm in Viroqua which is coincidentally where I stopped going up there with my problems. Yeah. Well, nothing was open though because it was a Saturday afternoon. Uh, I pulled into an uh, empty parking lot. And uh, at this point, Nick had called me and was like, "Uh, did you open the hood and look? Like, did you blow the boot? And I'm like, what the hell is a boot? (laughs) Is there a shoe in my engine? (laughs) anyways I finally get I get the hood open and sure enough there's a big old hole in the boot um so it's like I don't know it's this little black thing that hooks up to the turbo pretty much or the intake to the turbo I don't know anything about it so anyways he's like yeah do you got any duct tape and coincidentally Joey had a roll of duct tape in his truck so I was like yeah I got some and he's like just tape it really really good and I like I didn't know if he was joking or not but he wasn't so there I am hunched over this hood uh, putting tape all over this thing and first this one guy pulled up and he's like is everything okay and I was like yeah I'm just I'm taping this like it's fine I'm fine I'm just taping my boot it's fine leave me alone <laughs> so like he leaves whatever and then two more guys come up and they like they must have worked in an auto parts store or something because they that's the parking lot that I was in and they came I'm like explaining what I'm doing and they must have thought I was like bad shit crazy. They're like, well, there's an O'Reilly's like right down the street. Did you call them? I was like, no, like, I don't, I don't know what they told me to tape it. So I'm taping it. I wouldn't even know what to explain to them if I did call them. Also, they're like, oh, I'll call them. So they call O'Reilly's and they're like telling them that it's this hose that blew. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not really a hose. I mean, it kind of is, but it's called a turbo boot or boot or something. That's what I was told. And they like didn't believe me. And then I went to O'Reilly's because they, you know, said that they could help. And then the kid looked at it and he's like, no, we don't carry that part here. Like you have to get that from a dealership. <laughs> so anyways, um, I taped 
taped it and then I had to pretty much go manual the whole way home. I I like I didn't have any turbo power, which is really ideal when you're uh carrying cattle on the back. Yeah, and driving um, through hills of lacrosse yeah. and broke. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, there was a lot of tears, but um I made it home and Joey got his part ordered. Um and it's like a two week wait because corona probably. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, life's good. We made hay today, so now we can't even haul it in because we don't have a truck. Oh, no. How long did it so, take for you to get home? Um, pretty much from when I stopped was the only time that, like, I had issues. I, I, uh, I'm glad I didn't run into any cops because <laughs> I was really good at driving by the time I figured this out. <laughs> I just, like, before I would get to a hill... I would just, I'd get as fast as I could so that I could kind of coast up the hill. Because once you like, yeah, you, the truck didn't have power to get up the hill. So. <laughs> That'd be scary. Uh, I give you a lot of credit. Good for you. It was awful. But yeah, I made it. And uh, Joey's truck is cursed. That's all I can say. Because the last time I had to show up there, I had to take his brother's truck. Because I don't remember what was wrong with his, but it wouldn't, it wasn't going to work. So I took his brother's truck up there. So. Clearly, yeah, this truck maybe. does not like lacrosse. That's unfortunate. Anyways, what's your low? <laughs> got something to beat that? No. Um, I got a migraine pretty bad on Tuesday. Knocked me out for the day. I was. I got up to Tuesday morning to go irrigate at my normal time, like 5.30. And I was driving around like halfway through. I was like, oh, I feel so sick. And Bear was with me, so I like quick run out of the truck, slam the door in his face, and I ran over to the pond, and I just, I hurled oh. all over in the pond. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> and I just started laughing, because all I could think about was like, you know, you know those TikToks where it's like, why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> and I could just... <laughs> Imagine the fish eating my puke. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that until you said, why is it spicy? So then I'm just laying in the gravel, just laughing hysterically at myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that knocked me out for the day, but we're all good now. Ah. <laughs> uh, What's your high? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Why is it spicy? I can't even do it. Can you do it again? Why is it spicy? <laughs> I really hope everybody knows what I'm talking about. I'm crying right now. Uh, maybe if you haven't heard that, I'll um, post a TikTok somewhere. But not of your puke, please. No. Um, <laughs> my hi, I was uh, driving a dump truck around today. Uh, my, I don't know, what's it called? Uh, my stick truck? <laughs> you were playing with the stick all day? Yeah. By myself. <laughs> Is it a manual? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I swear, I haven't even had half a beer yet. <laughs> so this is how tonight's episode is going to go. I'm just going to be a bumbling idiot. Is <laughs> it called a manual? I <laughs> get um, clearly, I'm very technical. I know my things. Oh, plus is mess. Oh, <clears throat> okay. So that that was my high. What's your What's your high from this week, Becca? I'm alive. <laughs> um, I, the weather's been beautiful. That'll be my yeah. high. It's been really nice out. It's uh, it was good drying weather. We got our second crop made. We just seeded new seeding down this year so um 
gosh. <laughs> she doesn't stop. Uh, we just seated down new seating, which is that redundant? I don't know, but whatever. So we just get our second crop off of it. Um, and yeah, now we get lots of hay. Good. Um, so hopefully, yeah, it stays dry and then we'll just have to borrow someone's truck to get it hauled in. But beautiful weather. That'll be my high. Any goals for the upcoming week? <laughs> um, survive? <laughs> survive and try to thrive. <laughs> um, I've been kind of, I wouldn't say rearranging the house, but I like bought new um those storage cube thingies oh yeah yeah so i got a bigger one for our room and then i put the one that was in our room out in the living room i'm kind of just trying to like organize and make everything have a home so it doesn't look like we live in a dump house but with kids i'm not really sure that's possible so yeah. good for you for making the effort though yes a for effort <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, What's your goal? <laughs> my goal, I've been slacking in the health department. This month has just been kicking my booty, and I've fallen off the wagon of trying to be healthy. <laughs> so let me finish this beer and then <laughs> try again tomorrow. <laughs> I've actually, I've been drinking a lot of water this week. I don't know why. I've been really thirsty. But that's like the number one thing I'm terrible at. Some days I'll drink a ton. And other days it'll be like six at night. I'll be like, did I even drink water today? Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's so difficult. I agree. I like room temperature water more than cold water. I like all kinds. It, it just depends where I'm at. Like, when I'm outside, I need cold water. And in the wintertime, I, like, oddly love cold water. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm already cold. I might as well get colder with drinking cold water. That's Wisconsin. <laughs> Midwest problems. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I have a good feeling about tonight's episode. I think it's going to be fun. And entertaining and hopefully we have a good follow-up next week it's gonna be riveting yes so this is gonna get posted on the 25th right that's tuesday hmm. i think but that's dan's birthday he's turning 30 oh, yes a dirty 30 what a young gun Mm-hmm. so cheers happy birthday dan oh yeah i get it now happy birthday dan <laughs> So let's uh, let's uh, talk about what life was like before we got married and how it changed. Because I feel like being a female farmer and not just a housewife, you got a lot on your plate. And then... <laughs> Sorry, I smiled. <laughs> and... Um, bringing someone into that, because like farmers are, are pretty stubborn. And so to find what? someone, I know, shocking revelation. <laughs> so to find someone that can either put up with that or finding someone that you can work with in the same environment as you can be pretty challenging. So let's, yeah. hear, your, let's hear your side of things because you're in a little bit of a different situation than I am. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a little weird because the farm I, like, technically work on, Joey's not a part of. Um, so before we started dating, I was working there already. Uh, and I I was pretty part-time in college. I want to say I probably work, like, 20, 25 hours a week. I just milked there. And then we started dating right before senior year. Um, so I was still working there until once I graduated. That's when I... I started full-time feeding calves, and um, I was working 13, 14-hour days, seven days a week. Like, I didn't, I didn't ever have off unless I really needed off, but if I had to take off, then it was another kid that didn't really like calves that would have to feed. So, like, I didn't take off unless I really had to. Um, I don't know how I did that, like, looking back. That sounds I don't think awful. I, 
And I loved it. Like, and I, you know, you make good, good money and stuff. And I loved every second of it. Um, and Joey, what was he doing out of college? I think he was working on a farm too. He bred cows for a short period of time, but I think he was working on a farm. So he was working long hours too. So kind of just worked for us. Um, and then when we got married, I don't know when I kind of stopped working every single shift. We started getting more calf feeders, which was really nice because it was just becoming too much to, to handle for one person. Because um, when I first started there, we were only milking like 250 cows. Uh, and then now we're at 350. So it's a lot more calves. Um, so now I don't work quite as much. I'm probably at like around 50 hours a week, I would say. Um, but it's definitely, it was kind of a, uh, like once you get married, it's kind of like, okay, there's more to life than working all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as much as I love working and as much as the cows and calves mean to me, I think I kind of have realized, like, I, I get burned out if I work too much. I know I do. Like, it's happened a lot of times. Um, so I kind of took a step back. And then even with the kids, when they are born, um, I, I took around five, six weeks off, um, just kind of doing book work and stuff after they were born, and then kind of hop back into it. And, like, my hours have always fluctuated quite a bit just with how the kids are and stuff like that which has been really nice that they've been kind of um worked with me around that kind of stuff but yeah I don't know I feel like I'm in a happy medium now um but yeah it's been a change that kind of was spewed out there but I I don't even know what I just said but (laughs) I mean I do but I feel like that was really condensed I used to work a really lot and now I don't work as much (laughs) But I still work 50 hours a week, so. This is where organization would come into play. I could have maybe written some bullet points down for that. (laughs) Nobody got time for that. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, you tell yours, and then I've got... (laughs) I have more to add to that. Okay, yeah. We farm together, technically, as well aside from the day jobs. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I got this. <laughs> Why did you let me go first? I don't know. <laughs> Cause I thought you had more to talk about. <laughs> I couldn't have talking. <laughs> I'll, I'll, um, I'll try to find a way to tie it back in. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> I'm gonna have another drink of margarita. <laughs> I think Sophia just hissed. <laughs> hmm. I hissed at my mom the other day too. So it's <laughs> she was doing something and she said something mean, and I just. <laughs> like, are you a possum? <laughs> Was that a hiss of a, a cat or a dying animal? When she said possum, I was like, yeah, I guess that was a possum. Hmm. Anyways, okay. back to working with your spouse, <laughs> which I did nothing but not talk about. Well, I've got some talking about possums. <laughs> what a shit show. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> So, um, let's see. Trying to think. (laughs) So I guess it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. (laughs) I think I had this kind of kind of planned, but obviously, (laughs) there she goes. (laughs) Sorry that my answer just blew your mind. (laughs) It did. Um, so when I first started dating Dan, I wasn't totally sure what my life plans were going to be. Like I had an idea that I wanted to come back to the marsh, but I wasn't sure when that would fit into my timeline, but I knew that I wanted to come back eventually. So I told him like right away when we first started dating that, Hey, I hope you're okay with me 
going back to the cranberry marsh. And if you're not okay with coming with me, then please stop wasting my time and get out of here. Well, damn. <laughs> well, like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time if that's not where your vision lines up, I guess. And he wasn't super tied down to anything. I knew he was a real, like, outdoorsy type of guy, so I didn't think he'd have a problem with it. Um, but then once I brought him out here to kind of show him around and he saw how much woodland we had, his eyes kind of lit up and he's like, oh, I can hunt out here. I like you more. <laughs> I'm still kind of convinced. Right. I'm still kind of convinced that's why he's still here. <laughs> um, so I think it was probably like a year and a half into dating. It was right before we got engaged. Um, I came back out here and I decided to work out here full time. And he um, proposed to me out on the marsh in front of my family. Like, I don't know what he said, something like, um, he brought up the point that I told him to get out of town if he didn't w- want to be out here. And he told me that he did, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. And <laughs> he kind of started helping out just on his days off. He would come and see what needed to be done. My dad uh, would find terrible jobs for him to do. And he loved every minute of it. <laughs> so I was out here for like a year and a half, just about two years, I think. And he finally was able to join us full time last fall, right before harvest, we needed another guy. Like, oh, I was like, oh, I know someone. Uh, Dan wasn't super tied down to the job that he had um, previously. And he was driving like, he was driving all the way to the cross for his job. Uh, oh, wow. Every day? Uh, yeah, every day. Wow. And uh, sometimes he'd have to drive at night and he had like a little beater car and it was just, it wasn't fun for anybody. So he... He was like a brand new person when he started working out here. He was just so much happier. He loved being out here. And it's kind of scary and weird how much he and my dad are alike. They <laughs> so, say you marry your father. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah, he's been out here for a year. We've been working, living together, which has its ups and downs. It's a lot of a lot of time together especially when you live in the middle of nowhere and you don't really have a lot of other friends that are (laughs) like that makes me seem pathetic but like really I live in a very very small town like there's not a lot of people out here and especially with all this COVID stuff going on like it restricts things even more so it's hard to come up with like new things to talk about because you're like living your life 24-7 with this person and so it, it was important for both of us to kind of find new hobbies outside of work to keep ourselves occupied with because there are times where we wanted to strangle each other. Not times. There's a lot of times when we want to strangle each other. Going back to the stubborn part, uh, I'm very stubborn. He's very stubborn. And that makes things a little bit more difficult, uh, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so it it was kind of difficult for us for a while to find that work-life balance because it was such a fine line, I think. Um, so to just kind of establish like, okay, when we're in the house, please don't talk about work a lot. Like, let's try to find something else to do together. Let's watch a show together. You know, let's find something outside of work to focus on. So it's not just one big blob and we can still kind of have like our married life and work life a little bit separate because we don't do a lot of things together. He does a lot more of like the heavy work and like, I still, I still do, but not like, I don't, I'm not as active, I guess, as he is. Like I, I physically can't perform some of the tasks that he can, which is a bummer. Um, (laughs) Gotta eat more Wheaties. I do. (laughs) Um, so I think he kind of, it was kind of weird too. Like, I think I would tell him all the stuff I would do when he didn't have an idea of really what I was doing. And I think he held me at like a higher standard when he didn't know what was going on. He's like, oh my God, you're doing this kind of stuff. And now that he's like seeing what I'm actually doing, he's like, oh, you loser. You're not (laughs) actually doing all this stuff. You just made it seem like you were. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been going good, going well. He likes it. He's happy out here. I'm happy out here. Well, that's good. <laughs> so talk to me about what it was like uh, when the kids came into the picture. Like, how did that change your work? I don't want to say your work ethic, but just kind of like your mindset. Like, how, how did things change for you personally? Uh, so it was like, it was really hard. And it, it still is really hard because the farm... I mean, it, it requires so much attention and it's not something that you can just like turn off, mm -hmm. but kids obviously require more attention, you know, and it's like, you feel like you have to choose between the farm and the kids. And obviously 100% of the time I'm going to choose the kids, but then you get the guilt that you're not choosing the farm and it's kind of a vicious cycle, I guess. Um, I don't think people really necessarily like realize how hard of a choice it you know the choices you have to make every day um I know coming up now Sophia's gonna start 3k and it's not like she has to go to 3k like it's not required or anything but I know she's gonna love it she's been asking to go to school since we last year they had a um for toddlers like a screening at the school where they just went in and they like met some of the teachers and they kind of played and like made sure they were hitting milestones and stuff and ever since then she's been asking to go to school so we wanted her to be able to go um there's a local church like a mile away that has a 3k program but the hours are really weird I don't know how other people are doing this but the hours are from 8 to eleven fifteen on Mondays and Wednesdays um and so Joey works 11 to 7 most days so he'll bring her there in the morning and then I'm gonna have to pick her up, which I don't mind doing obviously, but it's gonna be really hard for me to get done with work by 1045. So um, that was kind of a hard choice for me, but I, I sat down with my boss and I was just like, Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm gonna have to leave at 1045. Like if I have to come back, I'll come back. Um, you know, I obviously know the work I need to get done I'll plan my heavier days, Tuesday, Thursdays, Fridays, when I know the kids are in daycare, whatever, you know, I was like, I was so worked up about it. And he was just like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> like, he's like, I know that you're going to get done what you need to get done. So, good. you know, leave when you need to leave. Um, so yeah, I got a little too worked up over that, but I know that's like the first of many times I'm going to have to kind of go through something like that for them. Um, and then it's, kind of to bring it back so joy and i don't technically farm all day together but we do have like our little side side hustle i guess on the farm um where we're raising steers and the chickens and the pigs and the turkeys which are the coolest things ever um and so we we've kind of been on a weird road um we don't own the property yet we rent it and so we're just kind of slowly fixing it up as we have the means and the money and the time. So it's a really slow process and we've had to kind of just work through like we both have full-time jobs. When we have days off, we try to get something done on the farm, but that got really hard obviously when the kids um, were old enough because it's dangerous to, for a kid to be on a farm. Like no matter what you're doing, it's dangerous. So that kind of gives me guilt too because I want to be out helping him but there's some things that I can't help with you know like the kids can't be outside with us when when things like that are happening so that's been kind of a challenge um but I don't know we just take it day by day <laughs> slow and steady wins the race yeah and that's all you can do because everything's so unpredictable mm -hmm. in our lives too like you can't really plan you, you don't have like a normal day that's why I hate when people are like oh so tell me like a day in your life yeah or like when people ask me when I'm going to be done with work for the day I'm like yeah I don't, I don't know. know when it gets done I don't know yeah <laughs> half the time I like guess the time then I go to the close-up and there's a fresh cow and then I'm like well there goes like another 30 minutes because I got to take care of this so yeah. yeah it's the predictability I think is the hardest part and then um two with the kids I'm 
fortunate that if I get in a bind and I have to bring the kids to work with me, I can. Um, that's happened a couple times. One time Sophia was sick. She couldn't go to daycare. So Joey brought him out to me. Um, and then actually for the first year of the kids' lives, I brought them to the farm with me um, just because I was breastfeeding and it was a lot easier to have them with me for that. <laughs> uh, so that was a challenge in itself. But yeah, I it's like, being on a farm is it's such a blessing, but sometimes it's a curse, but it's more of a blessing because like how many jobs would just be cool with you bringing your kid to work like mm -hmm. when you're in a bind? Let's do like our top tips for working with our spouses. <laughs> Spirit okay. figures. Yeah. Okay, so my biggest tip, uh, if your spouse, like if, if you are the one that comes from the farm, <laughs> if you're raised in the dirt and your spouse is not, my biggest tip uh, from experience is getting them used to canceled plans kind of like what we talked about, because like we said, stuff happens on the farm. Like I can't commit to a lot of plans because some things come up and it's a lot of, a lot of broken promises sometimes too, which can be difficult for someone to grasp that's not used to farming. Um, Cause it seems like rejection, but in reality, it's like, it is what it is. I can't help anything about it. This comes first. So just kind of bracing them for that, that it's not you reject. It's not rejection. It's just, I don't want to say priorities either, but kind of. Yeah. Like, I mean, farming is your business. You, you can't always there, put it on the back burner. Yeah. There's no real days off. So if, if you got to work, you got to work. I mean, mm -hmm. tough luck, Chuck, but deal with it that yeah. was kind of a that was a hard thing for Dan to kind of get for a little while I think um but now that now that he knows he's fine with it and he he has to tell people the same thing that I had to tell him so just just kind of be patient the first little while until they get the hang of your new or, or their new life just be patient because it kind of yeah. sucks sometimes it kind of goes into my biggest tip. Mine would be to know what you're good at and to know what your partner is good at and kind of go from there. Like, yeah, Joey is, he can build you anything. He can do the tractors and he does all that kind of stuff. And he's really good with the cows and everything else. But I, that, that's me. I am good with the cows. I'm good with the calves. I know when they're sick, I that's just my focus that, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, so we kind of know, we kind of know that, you know, if I broke something, <laughs> which I'm really good at doing, <laughs> I go and get Joey right away because I know he's going to know what to do rather than me being like, Oh, I can fix it. Like I, if I can fix it, I will. Cause I don't want to bother him, but I'm, you know, no. You probably yeah. don't want me fixing things. So just knowing what you're good at and not like, not holding your partner to the same expectations of like, well, mm -hmm. I can do this. Why can't you do this? Like we yeah. all have things that we're good at. And sometimes that's hard to remember too, just because like you, you know something like again with Dan and I, just because I know something like the back of my hand, he doesn't like mm -hmm. um, when we have to irrigate or something. We have to drive around in the dark and I have to keep remembering like, okay, he doesn't, he didn't grow up here. He doesn't know these roads like you do. Like he can't do this with his eyes closed. He needs to go a lot slower than you do. So just be patient um, and recognize, like you said, what your strengths are, what you, what you, your knowledge base is versus theirs and play off of your strengths and weaknesses, I think is really big. Yeah. And that's not to say that you can't become stronger at things that they're already strong at. Like, it's good to have a balance. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to, I don't know, you don't want to take on too much at once and then just be overwhelmed with it all. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Another one, I already talked about it, but if you're working together, find your own thing to do outside of work for your sanity. Find something else to do. 
outside of work, something else you can put your energy into that is your own thing. And I don't know, maybe that's just me. Have your own thing that's not shared with your spouse. So that way you can come back and be like, hey, this is what I did mm-hmm. without you. <laughs> Let me tell you about what I did. <laughs> and it's hard to find did. time to do that. But yeah. Yeah. I used to play, I was in a volleyball league for a couple years and it was so fun. Like it was just one night a week, but it was just a couple hours away from the kids and Joey and just kind of, I don't know, good to like let go for a little bit. Yeah. And it's like a little recharge too, just to be like, okay, I'm good to go. Like I got that on my system. Mm-hmm. Clear eyes. What is that? Clear eyes. Something full heart. heart. Full. I don't know. Can't lose. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. That sounds good. We should we should patent that. <laughs> Trademark it. <laughs> Trademark it, yeah. Merch coming soon. <laughs> um oh, gosh. Anyway. I think another good point to make too is that not everything you do on the farm you have to do together like and there's some things that it's fine to do together like I know um Joey's on nights this week but when he's not on nights when he gets home at night Sophia and I usually wait to go feed calves and then the three of us go down and do it Joe's in bed but it's just like it's really laid back and fun when we do it we have a couple beers while we're doing it you know, it's good, like, family time, because we don't see each other all that much otherwise. Yeah. But that, that's a short period of time. Like, if I was working all day, every day with him, I think we'd be fine. Like, we, we get along really well in that aspect. We work together really well, but I wouldn't want to be, like, next to his side 24-7. Like, I love you, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, another tip is just be patient. Sometimes I think guys' brains just shut off and they don't realize. <laughs> they just don't realize it. <laughs> Heard that. <laughs> uh, sorry, fellas, but ladies, you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so when that happens, try to keep a level head. Laugh when you can. Just shake your head and walk away. <laughs> I do that mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if my eyes get stuck in the back of my head from rolling them so hard. <laughs> like, why are you doing it this way? It's so much easier to do it the other way. <laughs> and that's just the thing. They probably just don't even know. So I just sometimes just, nah, let them do it. I'll keep them busy for a little while. <laughs> I'll keep them out of my hair for a couple million yes. minutes. <laughs> <sighs> Patience is a virtue, friends. I think another tip would be to, I don't know how to say this, but to just have fun. Like, obviously, farming isn't always fun, but, like, make fun things happen throughout the day, if Mm -hmm. you can. Um, I don't know. Like, we've got, we've got a crick running through our back pasture, and Joey was working all day outside, Um, and I was stuck inside with the kids. It was really hot out, and he just came up. He's like, let's go swimming. So we loaded the kids up. We went in the four-wheeler and we went back and just swam for a little bit. Like, that's just one of those random things. Cute. Yeah, like, I know not every farm has a crick, whatever, but just one of those things that was like, let's just stop working for a little bit and let's go have some fun. Is that a great story or what? No, it was. It was cute. (laughs) (laughs) Ten points of joy for being cute. (laughs) Really, I think he was tired of sweating I wanted to go rinse off (laughs) it was nice the kids had fun good so do you think your kids are gonna I don't know stick around um as of right now I I feel like it I mean we the what we're doing right now on the farm isn't enough to like sustain a family which is why we both have jobs um 
but I would love if they did something in agriculture, but if that, you know, if they grow up and that doesn't make them happy, then I, I'm not going to force them by any means. Um, but they both like love all the animals. Joe goes nuts when he sees a tractor or truck, like he goes nuts when he sees anything in the fields. Um, so I don't doubt that they're going to want to do something in agriculture, but time will tell good so in like five ten years do you see yourself like working at your family's like side farm or do you think you're still gonna be with the calves all the time a little bit if i won the lottery um (laughs) i would bring all my cows home and we'd milk them here. We've got a parlor. Uh, I mean, it needs some work, but we've got a parlor. We've got, we've got a good, decent setup that we could make it work. Um, but with milk prices the way that they are, it's just it probably wouldn't work out if I did it right now. Um, so I mean, that's always been our long-term goal from the beginning has been to bring my cows home. Whether or not it'll ever happen, I don't know. Um, I love where. I- I drive a half hour there, half hour back. And then with the kids and stuff, it's, it's been really hard lately, but I'm sure like when they kind of get into school and stuff, it's things will change and things will be a little bit easier. So I guess I really don't know. Ideally, I would love to just be at home with my cows. (laughs) That'd be, that'd be ideal. But with market prices, how they are, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So, yeah, I don't know. I think we would probably make it work though. Like we've talked, Joey would probably keep his job just because he gets good insurance and stuff from it and he likes his job, Um, which I like my job too. (laughs) Just reiterate that, but... Just in um, case your boss is listening. (laughs) I love it. It's the best thing ever. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I really do. But I, I mean, I wouldn't be there for 11 years if I didn't. But uh, we always just, like, you know, long-term dreams. I would just stay home and take care of all the cows and stuff, and then he would work and then do field work, you know, when he's done with work mm-hmm. and stuff. And, yeah, so that'd be sweet if that ever happens. But as of right now, we're doing good how we are. Uh, we're kind of just slowly um, increasing our little beef operation that we got going on, um, and then – that way we can kind of keep fixing up the barns and stuff. The barns are, they're older, they need a lot of work. So it's kind of a, I don't know, a slow process to selling the beef, using some of that extra money to fix up the barn, buy more beef and kind of keep Mm -hmm. doing that cycle and see where it takes us. (laughs) Next week, we are going to try and convince our husbands to come on and share their side of the story. To see if what we said matches up with what they are going to say. They're going to say how awesome we are and how much they love everything that we do. Mm-hmm. That we and that we're the never most angelic <laughs> ladies. We're never annoying. Mm-mm. No. Always compliant. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Do you that think if us. we get, get enough bush lattes into them... They will say those things. No. (laughs) Wait till you meet Dan. (laughs) So, guys, if you're listening to this, please, please uh, try to convince Dan and Joey that they need to come on here. You want to hear them. Because it's going to be good. Joey's not on the Instagram, but he didn't say no when I asked him. So I feel like it might happen. Yeah, I asked Dan, and he kind of gave me, like, a side-eye, <laughs> just a grunt, which, I'm, which wasn't a no. no. See? Yeah. So I guess if progress. they don't want to be on the podcast, we could just, like, harass them. Yeah. Get some video clips, mesh it together. <laughs> that should work. Sounds like <laughs> politics. <laughs> just make it sound like it's in our favor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me think of some questions to ask them so that we get the answers that we want. <laughs> or maybe we can just make like a quiz and then they can just circle. 
different things. But only one right answer on each one. How much do you love your wife? 100% all the time. Why is there no other answer here? Uh, oh, I, for- I forgot. Only- <laughs> there's only one answer. <laughs> and he's just going to write in his own answer. <laughs> That'd be cheating. <laughs> Did we get any uh, good questions this week? Okay, so Tessa asked, when are you guys coming to visit the great state of Illinois? Never. Never. <laughs> Does she have to go potty? Allegedly. Carolyn, aka Calstine10, wants to know what are our favorite ways to incorporate cranberries into your day and, of course, dairy. Dairy on everything, honestly. Mm -hmm. Cheese. Cheese. (laughs) Cheese goes on everything. Nope. cream cheese. Mm. Okay, mm. Just, just to clear the air, how do you say the thing that comes out of a cow's udder? Do you say it? Milk. The- <laughs> One more time. Milk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> how do you say it? Milk. <laughs> no, I just said it. Did you say milk? Milk. Milk milk it's with an i <laughs> not an e if i'm saying milkshake though then you said I, it right this is amber logic for you i i don't understand milk we could probably do a whole episode of just saying words for people's Ye- amusement <laughs> hey uh you got any bags laying around any bags in your boat <laughs> Still don't think I say bags or boat weird. You you say boat, okay. I say bag weird. Bag, yeah. You kind bag. of bag. What is it? Bag. A bag. A bag. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, um, Any. dairy's easy. Yeah. Ice cream. Cheese. Well, there's so many products that you can make from dairy. I mean, there's a lot of products with cranberries in them, but it's not as, like, versatile, I guess. You know, you still always have cranberry flavor. Does that make sense? It does. My favorite thing with cranberries is um, those uh, balance breaks. Is that what they're called? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got, like, the cranberries and peanuts and or cashews, whatever they got in them. This is very important. When it oh, comes to thing- real? When it- no, that's real. Oh, okay. <laughs> when it comes to Thanksgiving, your cranberry sauce, are you I don't eat a- cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have just told the cranberry farmer that day. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're still eating cranberries, that's fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Princess Sophia is back. They, in case you're I wondering, <laughs> I I don't think anyone in our family buys the cans of cranberry. Have you ever had a fresh cranberry? Honestly, I don't think so. Like I've had cranberry juice <laughs> and like craisins, but I I don't think I've ever. Do they sell fresh cranberries in the store? They do, but only, like, fall time. <laughs> because oh, they, look. Yeah, they don't have a good shelf life. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they aren't the best to freeze and then, just, like, thaw and then refreeze. So that's why you don't see them year-round. It's, it's a hard shelf life hmm. for a fresh cranberry. It's a hard knock life for those cranberries. <laughs> it is. Uh, but if you ever happen to find the pure 100% cranberry juice, I use that a lot in my smoothies. There's <laughs> roundhouse to the face. <laughs> There's uh, very little sugar in cranberries, which is a big... <laughs> I guess that, yeah, that makes sense why they're so tart. Yeah, so that's like a big health benefit to them too. So I add that in my smoothies in the morning. Just so I don't have uh, that extra sugar in there, but 
that's pretty much how I get them in every day. <laughs> I don't think we had any new reviews this week. So if you're enjoying mm. Sophia's giggles and our rambles, please head over to, <laughs> to Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a review so you can read um, it next week. So I learned today that you can't leave reviews on Stitcher. Oh, well. Or no, 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 Spotify. Oh, I don't know about Stitcher. Then head over to Apple if you have an <laughs> Apple podcast. Yeah, or, I mean, if you just want to message us a review to read, we could do that too. Mm. But, yeah, we appreciate the feedback. Um, I don't know. That way we know what we're doing good, what we need to work on it. In. Do you guys ever have any topics that you think would be fun for us to talk about? We're all, stop dorming! <laughs> We're, we're all ears as long as you don't tell me to contain my child because I can't. <laughs> I tried. I locked her out of my bedroom. <laughs> this is where we are. She did warn you she had to use a potty. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so anyways, yeah, if you're not following us <laughs> on Instagram or Facebook... <laughs> Head over to both of those platforms and follow us at Forward Farming Podcast. Does Sophia want to say goodbye? Can you say goodbye? Goodbye. Wow, that was the most normal goodbye. That was. <laughs> oh. Proud of you. <laughs> Bye. Oh, there we go. There's your creepy. Dinosaur's back. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>